What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the We Call It Soccer Show. I'm Walker Manning, joined by my guy, Michael Fahey, avid Giants, Bucks, Manchester United super fan, coming at you with the hot takes, the hot transfers. And today we're doing something new. We're live streaming the Arsenal game as we record. You will hear reactions. Uh, Lego-haired Mikel Arteta is making some gestures. He's yelling at people. It's, it's, it's getting heated in here. Um, how are you doing today, though? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, pretty good weekend of games to watch. So it's, uh, it's been good. How about you? No, it was a great weekend of games. You know, uh, it wasn't the first weekend without the Eagles, but uh, it, was a, it was certainly the best weekend without the Eagles so far for me. You know, with Liverpool and United dropping points to one another. City having an astounding win on a, on a wonderful Sunday. All good vibes here. All good vibes. But um, as you said, there was a great weekend of games that just happened. And um, I'm going to be completely honest. The first game cost me, cost me a little bit, you know. Um, West Brom, Big Sam, Big Spam. You don't know what's in it. You don't want to know what's in it. But God damn it, in an emergency, it'll work. West Brom 3, Wolverhampton Wanderers 2. Um, West Brom was able to score first via penalty. Mateus Pereira, Will Bali followed him, slots at home. Um, and then Fabio Silva scores his first goal for Wolves. Wonder Kid finally get on the board. It was nice, I will admit. Little body, uh, yeah. weight room. Uh, the back heel from Bali was nice, too. It was, it was great. And then Bali fully made up for his error at the back. Um, scores a scores a goal. He's got two stats. They had him at halftime in the lead. I'm thinking it's smooth sailing. But no, the giant killer, Semi Ajayi, evens it up in a 52nd. And then Connor Cody commits a penalty. That's two penalties on the day for that back line. Not good at all. West Brom slot at home. They, uh, they had chances to make it 4-2. But... Uh, they were able to get the three points at the end of the day. Big result for West Brom. First win with Big Sam. What you think? Uh, yeah, huge win for um, West Brom. Much needed if they're looking to stay up. And uh, just classic kind of – this is like the – I don't know how to put it, but, but um, you know the Wolves side that we've become accustomed to like over the past couple of years. I remember I sent you a meme and it was uh, two wolves, a baby wolf, and then a adult angry wolf. And it, the angry wolf was whenever they played team for Manchester and the baby wolf was everyone else. And uh, they just don't seem to show up for a lot of these games. And uh, this one included, I'm very happy that, you know, um, Fabio got on the board. He's going to be a beast, but uh, you know, hard fought by uh West Brom and Pereira coming up very clutch, two goals, good brace to help him kind of uh, get this win. But a uh, bad game from uh, Connor Cody on the Wolves side, a few mistakes and just costly mistakes. But other than that, I feel like this result and uh, scoreline was very telling and deserved on each side. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely deserved on each side. It's uh you can't expect to get three points when you're making so many mistakes at the back. Um, maybe West Brom can turn this into a bit of form. Who knows? Who knows? Their upcoming matches are 
West Ham and ooh, they got Man City again. So that's that's tough. That's tough, kid. Maybe not. Guess not. They're they're not going to turn that into a bit of form. But next game on the weekend uh, did did pretty well, to be honest. Um, West Ham was able to get a one zero win against Burnley. Um, possession was, you know, a little bit tipped in Burnley's half, but West Ham created more chances. Uh, good to have Mikel Antonio back. He scored the only goal and he was almost on the end of a few crosses here. Uh, Burnley, Robbie Brady and Dwight McNeil again, only guys really creating something. They had an offsides goal disallowed. Chris Wood, hold your run a little bit, kid. Um, but deserve three points all in all and another good win for West Ham. What'd you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, another game that was kind of, uh, deserved on both sides. Uh, I think Burnley's kind of, you know, they're coming into themselves a little bit here. They're becoming the Burnley that Burnley is. They're Burnley yeah, kind of Burnley. Yeah. <laughs> so they just, do. Like you see, like recently they've had a lot of one nil games, and they love those. No matter what side of the scoreboard they're going to be on, because they can keep anyone scoreless. And the problem with them is nicking a goal. And uh, unfortunately, uh, they weren't able to get the goal in this one. That fell to West Ham. Um, Mikel Antonio taking back that uh, starting spot, coming back and uh, replacing the newly departed Sebastian Haller. So uh, I think this is a better move for West Ham, definitely, because Antonio is much more fitting to their style of play and a better striker, in my opinion, than Sebastian Havelaire was. Um, so well, West Ham is definitely going to look to build off of this. Um, oh, my no. God. I don't mean to cut you off, but Steve Bruce just picked his nose and ate a boogie on live television. This is <laughs> Breaking crazy, news. Folks. Breaking news. <laughs> Continue though, uh, yeah. So, uh, but West Ham, you know, sitting top 10 right now. Um, they got to be liking their spot, they're tied on ports with Chelsea, so good place to be for them. Not a good place for the Blues. We'll get into that though. Uh, so good win. Um, they got to be happy with this. And Burnley, I think, like a loss is a loss, but they also got to be kind of happy with them starting to get back to their ways and starting to maybe not control games is the right. Uh, word, but put their stamp on every game they play in. So this is good from positives from both sides on this one. Yeah, um, hopefully Burnley can you know pick up some draws here and there, more clean sheets. Nick Pope is you know returning to his form a bit. You know he's he's what makes them go. They were close a couple times. It, it very easily could have been a draw, but uh, no yeah. no points for them this time out. Yeah. I want to hear some super hot and a super early hot take. Super early hot take. All right. Uh, Liverpool, Burnley are their yeah. best games respectively. That's going to uh-huh. be nil nil. I yeah, that's a, I could I could see that. Is it is it at Turf Moor? It's um, no, it's at Anfield. Ooh, I mean, hey. That'll be a big result for Burnley. Um, if they if they play their best, then they they can definitely do that. Liverpool have not uh, scored in twenty twenty one in the mm-hmm. Premier League. What is wrong? You know, Liverpool haven't scored in twenty twenty one. 
Messi knocked the guy out. Um, Bayern have already lost twice, same amount they did in all of 2020. Uh, Raheem Sterling has missed a penalty and banged a free kick. Wild, wild stuff. Wild stuff. It's, it's crazy. And he got a haircut. The tarantula is gone. Looks great. Looks great. It looks great, kid. Um, next game on the weekend, though, another team that looked great. Brighton was able to get a 1-0 win over Leeds. Uh, week before this, they, they nearly, nearly nicked a point in the game against City because we didn't bring our shooting boots and they, they defended well. Um, but they brought that same energy in the Leeds game because Leeds controlled possession, but really created no big chances. There's some good crosses put in from Jack Harrison, but neither Rodrigo nor Patrick Bamford could get on the end of any of them. So another lackluster performance up front from Leeds. Yeah, they're missing Phillips and Melier, but uh, that, that's not going to fix the creativity issues that are going on up top. Uh, Brighton, though, Neil Malpai, don't like him. Don't like the guy, but I hope he does. He was, uh, yeah, he, he, he dove for no reason in this game. And uh, in one of the, the cleanest attack Brighton has had all season, wide open tapping, you know, if he celebrates like he did everything. But uh, good win to Potter's silky seagulls. What do you think? Um, uh, yeah. The Silky Seagulls played really well, and Bielsa's bums doing as they normally do, just running around with no purpose whatsoever. Because Leeds are not a good team. Um, double it, or probably this is the fifth time I've said it, Arsenal are going to finish above them. Uh, ink it, win my blood. Like, do anything you need. It's going to happen. Write it in stone. Make it the 11th commandment. It's going to happen. <laughs> uh, but... uh yeah, I mean, Brighton played really well in this game, which is good to see because they have not been playing good at all of late. Um, so you, maybe this could be a turning point for them, help get out of that relegation fight, especially with the teams around them doing pretty well for themselves. I mean, West Brom picking up a unlikely three. You know, Fulham did lose, but they've been playing really well of late. And then Burnley starting to Burnley. So, uh, and then Sheffield winning. So, like... They got to pick up points now or else they're going to be in the, one of those bottom three spots. But, um, yeah, Leeds, uh, it's plan A or plan A for them. And I said it before, but I, I don't know. They, they can't finish. Patrick Bamford isn't, you know, like good at soccer that much. Uh, I do like Rafinha and Jack Harris and two very good players. And, uh, Phillips, but obviously he wasn't there and he's a big miss, like you were saying. But yeah, I just don't think this Leeds team has the has the you know the the pizzazz, the the ganoush to to compete in this league. And uh they're on their day, they can beat almost anyone. But when they're not on their day, they can get beat by everyone in probably any tier of England, which we've seen. So I just, yeah, like everyone knows how much I hate them for obvious reasons. And I'm just so happy to see them fail. But yeah, good game by Brighton. Um, Yeah, no, I still disagree that Arsenal is going to finish above Leeds. Newcastle is giving them them quite a fight right now, more more of a fight than they were able to give Leeds. Um, Leeds aren't consistent, but... uh, 
I, I, I still hold that uh, their good results will even out with their bad results, and they will finish above Arsenal, who will have many draws and a few more losses at the end of the year. Um, the next game, though, another, another London club, two London clubs, actually, a London derby featuring two Americans, an American London derby. Wow. Scenes. Um, Anthony Robinson, Anthony Robinson was put in an absolute shift. Um, you told me he almost got a hockey assist, and that is absolutely true. Cavalero can't finish worth a goddamn. Uh, mm-hmm. He could have had an actual assist. He was just putting in balls left and right. The announcers were all over him because, rightfully so, he was he was their their most potent attacker and doing his job on defense. And uh, he was feeling himself a little bit. You can tell went in for a reckless tackle on um, Aspilicueta, right? Uh, yeah, and Aspilicueta yeah. brought out a his Oscar and decided to yeah he made he definitely made the most of it um you would have thought that uh i don't know maybe maybe like a f1 race car hit him hit him in the shins and he was able to flip like that i don't know yeah and maybe anthony is that powerful because when mason mount got in his face he just bounced off like a little flea it's hilarious um anyway he was sent off and uh it, it cost him the game there's no two ways about it uh mason mount felt that Frank Lampard had some pressure on his job and he rescued daddy yet again, scored a great goal. Can't, can't, can't lie. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate, but good to see that Anthony's teammates were there to support him. Um, unlike another premier league team when their American youngster boofed it up, cough, cough, wolves, you sold us bastards. That's Um, what happens. You lose to West Brom and you don't support the Americans. Exactly. Exactly. Karma's a bitch, ain't it? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, his teammates were there for him, though, so it was good to see. Unfortunate. I really think this could have been at least a draw for Fulham if uh, they still had eleven people for the full ninety. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I kind of thought until Robinson got the red, I was thinking that they were going to be the one to score first, and then all the pressure would have been on Chelsea. But you know. Like we said, as Piliqueta could sell ice to a to an Eskimo, mm-hmm. but with that, that theatric. But uh, yeah, no, he was definitely far and away their best player. Fulham should have been up already, but Cavalero cannot finish for the life of him. Like, sucks. If they had if they had like a half decent striker up there, they they have probably ten more points this year, and uh, but they don't. And now they're without probably you're not you wouldn't be okay. uh, you wouldn't be yelled at for saying Robinson's their best player of the year so far. So no him for their next game and no Bobby Cordova Reed for their next game. So uh, hopefully Fulham can weather the storm. Uh, but you don't know Chelsea and Chelsea just looks like absolute ass. Timo Werner is the biggest waste of money in English history. I mean, I feel bad for him because you never want to see someone fail on this level, you know? <laughs> I mean, his last goal, he's in his last 14 games, he scored one goal, and it was against Morecambe. I think they're in the fourth tier. So, gosh. Oh, gosh. Um, and that, I think that was a tap-in, too. So, like, not confidence is low on the kid. Um, it's, you just feel bad for him at this point, but... 
Hopefully he can get one. Should have got Pulisic an assist at the end of the game too. And Adoy should have gotten an assist, but God, it's just so bad. And Zeke's terrible as well. Uh, yeah, I just Chelsea got a lot of problems that they thought they fixed, but they just really created more problems. So, um, Christian, I know you listen to it every week. Uh, <laughs> get out of there, kid. Get out of there before before shit hits. Shit's already hitting the sand. But before it hits, yeah, like, before it gets mind. even worse somehow. Yeah, just get out of there. Go to go to Madrid where you belong. And then win some Champions Leagues. Yeah, it might be time for that Madrid move that has been <laughs> oh so speculated already. But uh, another move. Speaking of Chelsea, um, I've heard rumors that they they want to go in for Holland this summer. <laughs> um, <laughs> because that is how about they're they're ready to spend another hundred mil on a German striker again. Not that this one will not flop. I am I'm sure of that. But uh is there any is there any merit to that or is this just wishful thinking from the bums? Um, I think it's uh not there there's merit to it in a way that there's definitely gonna be talks between them, but there's no merit in it that he's going to Chelsea. If Holland goes to the Premier League it's three teams and three teams only city United and Liverpool. And that's it. There's no one else. Those are the only ones he's considering. And, uh, Rayola, the asshole and the super agent that he is knows how to get the most for his clients and get that biggest agency possible. So talking to the people who spend money on literal garbage cans, uh, <laughs> could up his price. So we'll True. see, but I don't, you won't see him. If you see him in a blue shirt next year, it's going to be a light blue one. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I don't, he's not going to Chelsea. Speaking of that though, he, he, you know, there's still uh, Sergio apparently, you know, wants to stay for another 12 months. City have not offered him. Oof. And if that's because we're preparing a, a bid for Erling Brout Holland, then I mean, Hey, Thank you, Kun Aguero, but uh, time to go stream somewhere else, guy. I don't know. I I mean, hey, if, if that's if that's what they're thinking. Um, also, side note. Ooh, okay, that was a nice cross in by Aubameyang. But about five minutes earlier, uh, he he tried to finesse far post and uh, <laughs> went outside the penalty. Ended up outside the penalty box. Not a not a good look on you, guy. Yo, ooh, that was a deflection. That wasn't actually a nice cross. Never mind. Um, he put it in the right place to get deflected. Put it in the right place. place. You're right. You're right. But uh, an, another good result for a top club, higher up than Chelsea, of course, Leicester City. Uh, they got a 2-0 win against Southampton. Um, possession was a little bit more towards Southampton, but Leicester created the majority of the big chances in the game. Um First goal came from James Madison. It was a wonderful pass from Yorick Telemans. He's probably taken from some, some lessons from assist King Kevin De Bruyne when they are in uh, international duty together. And, uh, you know, Southampton had their chances after this. Theo Walcott and Shea Adams both had a, both had a ricochet that they boofed. Um, other than that, they had some nice balls in through and uh, they put a few shots on cage, weren't able to do anything with it. They really missed Danny Ings and really everybody else in their attack except those two. Um, 
Harvey Barnes closed it out from another assist from Yuri Tielemans. Wonderful goal. And uh, uh, that was all she wrote. You know, Southampton just couldn't cope. They really missed their starting attackers. And uh, Leicester was just more clinical on the day. Yeah, definitely agree. Um, you know, Yuri Tielemans played great. And uh, James Madison is probably one of the most underrated uh, playmakers in the Premier League. I mean, he's so good. He's so consistent. He's doesn't, he rarely has a bad game. And, uh, you know, that trio in uh, the center of the park for Leicester with Ndidi, Tielemans, and Madison is a really, really solid one. Um, you know, and it's cool to see that uh, I always say that if Vardy's clicking, they'll win. And Vardy wasn't really clicking today. And they were still able to pull out a, uh, you know, well, well-deserved win, finishing chances that need to be finished. But uh, on the Southampton side, definitely, definitely, definitely missing their uh, marquee attacker in Danny Ings, and that hurt them. But uh, hopefully, um, <coughs> sorry, you know, uh, hopefully he'll be back soon. I don't really know what his what his deal is. Did he hurt or? Um, I don't see him on the bench. No, yeah, he was, he was, I think he was hurt or or it might've been COVID, but definitely, definitely out for something. Okay. And yeah, hopefully they can get him back soon because they're really missing him. They're, they're really, really missing him because he can't rely on Theo Walcott, you know? No, you can't. Um, It was weird though. Wesley Fofana got an early yellow card in this game, fouled uh, Theo Walcott around the halfway line. I don't know why he was, he would do that. But um, that's that's why I got subbed out early in this one. So tough bid for the youngin. That it seems to happen to a lot of defenders. They just think like yeah. Theo Walcott's like oh eight Walcott or something. No, yeah, because like uh, this teenager with blistering pace that's like uh-huh. insane, and they just no. like tackle him. No, they're watching old Arsenal videos, man. Uh, what are you gonna do though? Um, another London club, not Arsenal talking about Tottenham Hotspur Josie's men got a very nice 3-1 win against uh, the garbage of the league Sheffield United uh, let's call it what they are garbage and uh, the the uh, scoring was opened up nice cross by Huming Son off a corner Serge Aurier rises up nice header 1-0 in the fifth minute um, Hoiberg gives the ball to Harry Kane Nice turn and shoot outside the box. 2-0 in the 40th. They go in the halftime like that. And finally, David McGoldrick does something. He does something. He scored a goal, damn it. And Sheffield have a glimmer of hope for all of three minutes until Tengai and Doble. He celebrated like he did it on purpose, but I'm not buying it. But, wow, it just, it's up for goal of the season, man. Did you see that, Chip? That, yeah. was, that was immaculate. Um yeah, yeah, great game by Spurs. More of the same shit by Sheffield United. Uh, deserved and expected for both teams. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's honestly about all she wrote. Um, although, good, good job, Sheffield, getting a goal against a Mourinho team. That's, uh, that's not easy to do. So no matter who's on his side, because he's so compact and 
uh, everyone on his team is so well disciplined on the defensive side of the ball. So good job, you know, not getting shut out in this one. And Harry Kane and uh, Son, two of the most on-form attackers in the league right now. So, yeah, you, they're going to score against the bottom feeders. So expect it all the way around. Uh, no no big takeaways from either team here. Just had to play this one on to the next, kind of. Yeah. Um, no, no, yeah, no real big takeaways, I guess. Uh, you know, it's good to see Spurs regaining some form, but, you know, this is a team you should <laughs> – play well against you know yeah um speaking of i mean not speaking of form i'm, I'm watching the first half highlights i missed this Sanka had a beautiful cross across the face and that gets deflected by carl darlow obama yang has a poacher's goal absolute tapping fires it across goes off the inside of the post and somehow kareem's out of bounds um <laughs> I don't know how you missed that. It was an impressive angle with impressive spin on that to get that around the inside of the post. Wow. Um, the the Gabonese maestro having a uh, bit of a stinker here today. And I'm going to say this now. It is halftime. Newcastle will keep it close and nick a late goal on some craziness. Arsenal lose. It's, I mean, like when you're down bad, you're down bad. They're down bad. And Aubameyang is down bad. Uh, yeah, they just decided to pay the man. And then he kind of, I don't think he checked out. I just think his skills kind of said bye. And now he's just not good anymore. Yeah. So. Oh, also speaking of Arsenal, Mezudozo finally again has yes. moved to uh, Fenerbahce, right? Yeah, yeah, um, super, yeah. Super he's going to be in Turkey. Um, my prediction next season: they win the Turkish Super League, and the year after that, he's back in the Champions League. Arsenal will be there to encounter them. Probably not. Most likely not. There's a large chance, unless they somehow win Europa League, that they will not be in Champions League next year, um, or or any year in the foreseeable future. Uh, but would love to see Ozo match up against them somehow in Champions League or Europa League. It yeah. can happen in either competition. But uh, you know, I think I think he goes to Turkey and he takes them to a championship. I agree. I agree. I could definitely see uh, Arsenal facing him in the Europa League after you know uh, Ozo gets knocked out of the group stage in the Champions League or something. But uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, this great move for him. It's great to see the uh, the Turkish fans supporting him so much. Something that the Arsenal fans did not do whatsoever. They threw him under the bus. They didn't support him at all. And the second uh, his move was confirmed to Turkey, it's just nothing but love from the Turkish fans. Uh, and I think it'll show in his play. He'll he's still Ozil. Um, I still think he's a Premier League caliber player, uh, without a doubt. A teams definitely could have used him. But, you know, he got his move where he wanted to go, and now he's going to be happy and treated like the player he's, he is. And uh, he got out of that, how you say, dumpster fire that mm-hmm. is Arsenal. So good good from happy for him. Like the move. Yeah, um, like the move as well. Um what I liked even more than that, though, was Liverpool and United tying each other, both dropping points. 
Man City is two behind United with a game in hand now. It's looking good for us. Um, in this game, though, Liverpool controlled possession and they shot the ball more, but United used the ball to greater effect as indicated by higher shots on targets and big chances created. Bruno, oh my God, free kick inches away. Uh, he was in on goal once and it, it was it was a very tight angle. You know, you can't really expect him to score that, but it was it was a big chance nonetheless. The Pogba one though, thought he really should have scored. He tried to just power it through near posts right into Allison's gullet. He he just gobbles it up. You know, one of the best keeps in the world. He's gonna he's gonna save that all day. Um you know, it, it deserved draw for both teams. United's defense played well, Liverpool also played pretty well. Um, you know, I think Thiago gave Bruno a lot of problems. One of his worst games of the, of the year, I'd say. But um, at the end of the day, you didn't lose. So uh, I feel like United is happier with the draw than Liverpool would be dropping more points to add to their downturn in form at the beginning of the 2021. Uh, yeah, if you told me on Saturday that United would go into Anfield and take a point. I would have been happy, but watching the game, seeing how it played out, the United should have won. They had the better chances. I mean, on Pogba's, he the, he just caught it way too well. If he just missed it like by half an inch on the kick, it would have went top ends. And But no, he just decided to catch it. The, probably the best ball he's ever caught in his career with his foot kicks it super look like a fifa thing just mm-hmm. on the volley or off a little half volley just right at the keeper's face um so unlucky there like you said bruno uh his free kick and then his squared ball by luke shaw who was my man of the match uh just allison made another great save but you know uh i think i think liverpool have to be happier with the result than united because it was there for United to take. Um, you know, United's back line really made Liverpool take a bunch of bad shots, which if you're making them shoot from outside of the box for most of the game, you're doing your job. And uh, that's what happened. You know, De Gea had to make one important save. But, uh, no, yeah, it was really just mean, meaningless possession from Liverpool and then uh, just kind of deadly counters from United. So, well. It was it, it was bad. I definitely should have picked up three points, 100%. Oh, and Rashford not passing the ball to Edinson Cavani in the 84th minute, uh, decided to take it into the blind alley. That is the corner flag for no reason. Could have slipped him through. Could have slipped it back to Pogba, who would have given it back to Cavani. So many things he could have done, but he decides to take on the entire Liverpool defense and waste a chance. Meanwhile, Allison. I don't know if you saw the replay from it, but when Rashford had the ball, even if he shot it from like 30 yards out, Allison was close to the edge of the box, like just in no man's land for no reason. So completely wasted opportunity there. I think, uh, honestly, Liverpool were, were lucky to keep their unbeaten streak in Enfield alive. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, you, you say that, but at the same time, though, Firmino had a had a great chance as well. You know, I I feel like that was just as good as the uh, as the Pogba and Fernandez chances. He just 
kind of rolled it to the hair. That was that was real sorry effort, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, um, bad, bad for Liverpool. They've been, they've yeah, also yeah. been down bad. They can't score for the life of them. They can't, uh, and, and it's, um, it's 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 so unfortunate for them. But it is so fortunate for Manchester City, who had an astounding win four 0 over Crystal Palace. Uh, John Stones scored his first Premier League goal after outside of the foot in swinger from Kevin De Bruyne. It was beautiful off a corner. He pings it over to Bernardo. Bernardo gives it right back. Everyone's like, what? They don't even know what's going on. How did that just happen? They're so elite. Kevin's about to put it in, switches the angle. It was, it was just so beautiful. It was. Um, halftime was 1-0, but we were breaking them down. Ilkay Gundogan. Steals the ball back in the Crystal Palace box. Outside the box, Finesse 2-0. John Stones in the 68th, bangs in a deflection. His first and second goal in the Premier League for Man City. What a day for the kid. What a what a couple months for the kid, actually. And then Raheem Sterling, the man who missed a penalty somehow, takes a free kick from maybe a few meters closer, but around the same angle as Bruno Fernandez did, decides to go far post instead of near post. And it's, it's top bins, man. It was top bins. Um, what a game from, from everybody. It was, it, it was amazing. It was one of our best games of the year. And um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, uh, Bruno Fernandez will not be winning player of the month in January. It will be John Stones. And I'm going to double down. John Stones should have won it last month too because Man City have conceded one goal since the beginning of December. The defenders need some love and he's not getting love because his name's not Virgil and he's not a, and he's not a gorgeous caramel man. But uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Your, your thoughts on the, on the game? Uh, yeah, just City, uh, City picked up uh you know what they what they did? Just they should have beat them down. They did beat them down. Uh, Raheem's free kick was beautiful. Uh, just kind of uh, Gundawan also continuing his great form. I think he's should be rated higher by you know the general like the masses. Uh, yeah, because he's a really good player. I think he could start on a lot of teams in the world, uh, but just. I don't feel like he's rated that high, but he's been continuing uh, his excellent form. And yeah, just business as usual for City at home, taking care of business and uh, keeping a clean sheet against a lesser team. So yeah, yeah, um, that's 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 what we do nowadays. Um, it's it's getting better and better. Um, half half time has now ended for the Newcastle Arsenal game. Still 0-0 in the 48th minute, but we got more games to predict. But before that, though, before that, though, just want to touch on some Americans in soccer as we always do. You know how we do. We got to show love to our boys. Um, Unfortunately, Sardinho Dest was not able to pick up a trophy. Um, Barcelona boofed it. They really boofed it. They were up two goals. Then they found themselves down three to two. And Yaki Williams had a beautiful winner, absolutely beautiful. Lionel Messi 
Um, he woke up and he chose violence. Absolutely clocked a cat. It was crazy. Um, so tough loss for him. Um, another tough loss, Inter Milan getting a big dub over Juventus. Um, unfortunately, Pirlo's a dumbass and McKinney didn't get into the 58th minute. Um, he made several tackles, had a shot on target, passed the ball almost perfectly. Um, start the kid, man. You guys are better when he's on the field. It's, it's, it's really kind of night and day at this point. And um, over in the Bundesliga, our boy, Hoppy, as they call him, he can't stop. Yeah. He can't stop. You can't stop Hop. He is just scoring every week, it seems like. Another goal to his tally. He's played uh, under 150 minutes. He's already scored four goals. What a start. Um, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately for you, Tyler Adams sat pine this week. And, um, <laughs> but uh, Joshy Boy, Inverter Bremen, he started and um, he didn't have any goals or assists, but he had a shot on target, decent passing, and he had a key pass. So, you know, he, he had a good game, 7.0 match rating. All in all, good week for the boys. Any, any other Americans? Um, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, in the championship level, we do have a dual American in uh, Alex Maiten. He's an English and American international, 18 years old, winger. He starts, he starts, little Boston accent. He starts consistently <laughs> for uh, um, Nottingham Forest uh, at their winger spot. So, one to watch for maybe another guy who uh, uh, Greggy Boy is looking at bringing in. And uh, something that I don't know how, uh, how much uh, weight there is to this. But, but, but this could be huge. Florian Balugan, uh, the well, Arsenal's probably best prospect, I would say, is another American England uh, dual national prospect. He's a striker. He's played with their first team a little bit, and he should be getting more looks. He's free to sign with any other club this January. And mm. it looks like the 19 year old is uh, nearing to signing with Red Bull Leipzig. So Arsenal will lose their best prospect and a uh, possible American joining up with another American, I guess, over at Leipzig. Uh, but yeah, good, good for him. He'll instantly become the best American over there on that team. And well, we'll see, but uh, it, it'll be cool to see what happens to him. I think, cause he could be a, uh, the U.S. striker for years to come, but yeah, um, that's a that's a great move, man. Going to Leipzig, what you know, if you're a striker, you gotta think that's one of the best destinations in terms of being developed as a youngin. Yeah, and uh, look at Warner. Yeah. Look, look at Warner. How, yeah. Look at how good Nagelsmann made him. Made exactly. him look. Yeah, he was thirty. He was thirty goal contributions a season, easy every year, and now. Um, that that man he can't even recognize big chances missed every season now yeah that's what it's gone to it has gone to that and um last but not least though Yunus Musa played 80 minutes in a 2-0 uh Copa del Rey win for Valencia good to see him playing good in the Sun Cup um 
That, <laughs> that does it for the Americans this week, though. Um, your winners and losers of the week. Give me, give me a winner. Give me a loser. What's, what's um, happening? So I'll start off with the winner. Uh, actually, no, I'm not. I'm, or actually, yeah. Yeah, I am. I'll go, I'll go winner first. And my winner of the week is Manchester City. Uh, hmm. They have a game in hand. If they win that game in hand, they go to the top. Uh, due to the drop points by United and Liverpool. So uh, they're in a good spot, although their game in hand is a pretty tough one. They should still be able to win it. So if all goes to plan, uh, when they're level, they'll be ahead by, I think it's a point, right? If nothing, if they just yeah. win. Be a, no, we'll be ahead by a point if, if they okay. win. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Big, big I, um, thing for them. Jumped up into second with a game in hand. It's huge. Yeah, I like I you know I love your winner as always. Um, my winner of the week though is gonna be is gonna be Pierre Emerick Aubameyang for making me look like a dumbass man. He he's opened up the scoring in the fiftieth minute. It was a clinical goal. Good shot, man. Good shot. Um, don't see new don't see nine. don't see Newcastle coming back after going a goal down. That's not what they do. Um, hey, man. Hey, make me that crow. You win the week. You win the week for that, baby. Um, I, I, he was probably, you know, somehow hacked into our Zoom server at halftime. Saw we were talking that shit. Want to make me some crow? It's okay. It's okay, Pierre. Um, I got you, man. But who lost wow. the week for me, though? Who lost the week? What, what happened? No, um, just, I'm just sitting here looking at the table, you know, doing my due diligence. And uh, I can't Arsenal. help but notice that Arsenal is four points clear of Leeds in the top That's ten. That's okay. So um, Arsenal finishing above Leeds and finishing in the top nine. Put take your grandma's necklace, melt it down, take the money, put it on Arsenal finishing in the top nine. You know what? Hell, put it on them finishing in the top eight. Oh my god! Oh my god! And ink it. You heard it here. Don't cut this out. Double it down. I'll quote it. Get a tattoo of it. It don't matter because that's what's happening. And they're one hundred and fifty percent finishing above Leeds. Oh my god! Continue though. Okay. Um, that is that is piping hot. Absolutely piping hot to say the least. Um. I'm I'm kind of at a I'm at a loss for words. I don't I don't even know what to say about that. So, oh goodness, no, none of that's going to happen, man. No, Leeds is going to get their shit together. Arsenal is going to monger draws, and that, that's that's just how it's going to break down. Top eight, top, top eight, eight. Top there's eight. there's one, two, three, four, five are definitely finishing in the top five. Yes, there's Everton, Chelsea. Southampton. No and way they finish above any of those teams. They definitely finish above Southampton when they fall apart. No way, dog. Southampton no aren't finishing no top way. 11. No doubt. Bro, no, they're not I don't know that. 11. I'm not knowing that. They're going to be in Europa League chase till the end of the Hell. season. I can't believe I can't believe this 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 absolute blasphemy, but um I'm going to name my loser now before before we get even spicier. Um my loser of the week is going to be Liverpool fans on Twitter. Um, you guys are salty as all get out. It's, it's honestly ridiculous. And um, I'm, I'm really basing this off of uh, 
a photo that's circulating the internet that the ref called the uh, halftime whistle six seconds early. Um, Hundreds of thousands of likes retweets out the ass. How this, how this gains traction, how this can be a thing. I have no idea guys. You drew the game. Suck it up. It happens. Um, I was surprised that Klopp didn't lose his absolute shit during the game. So, you know, pseudo winner over there. But mm-hmm. Liverpool fans, for, for that absolute madness, yeah. you guys lose. It's not like the ball was going to be instantly cleared because Lindelof had three steps on him. Or that Juan Bissaka was chasing him down on the other side. Or it would have been four on one. So, uh, or one on four, rather. But, you know, have a... Yeah, they should be upset that we didn't get our weekly pen. That's what I'm upset about. So your weekly pen. Yeah, we've been they've been lacking. I guess the payment's not going through. I don't know what's going on, but uh, we're doing something. You guys should do. It'll happen. It'll happen. (laughs) You know how they go. Yeah, but staying Um, in the uh, in the same game, my loser is United. Um, Huge chance to go six points clear of Liverpool. Should have done it. Couldn't get it done. They have to be upset. And even if you look at their next two, if they beat Liverpool, their next two games are um, Fulham and Sheffield United, two relegation sides. So that's nine points that, you know, last year, if you look at it, you're getting six to the max. So they they really, they scuffed it. And they need to know they scuffed it. But that's good. You know, the fact that I'm upset at that, Jeez, I already ordered the ribbons. Uh, so sure. <laughs> I ordered the ribbons. I don't know. Yeah. I hope you ordered some powdered blue ribbons, man, because they, they are coming. We got an easy schedule ahead of us. Aston yeah. Villa, we're going to show them those games in hands or L's in hand. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. But uh, we got a whole new week of games to predict that start tomorrow. Hopefully, we can get this edited and released by then first game though West Ham is at home to West Bromwich Albion the London club takes on the West Midlands club um oh I mean hey I I mean I want to believe in Big Sam I want to believe in Big Spam that they can keep this up but I I, I don't think West Ham is the team they're going to keep it up against Mikel Antonio is back baby uh, Declan Rice still doing his thing. Ben Rama still doing his thing. Suchek is a big boy. Ogbana even playing well too. Um, I think I think West Ham at least get a draw, but probably get a win in this one. Um, I see a draw here. I see a draw. I think that it's going to be all West Ham, but it's just going to be a boring, sloppy game that results in a very low scoring, possibly no scoring affair. And it's going to probably a nil-nil, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I could see a no-nil. And uh, if, if you wanted to to combine that or do a draw-no-bet, double chance or draw-no-bet, they're both minus 500. Not great odds, but I think I think it's definitely safe. Um, another game on the weekend, tight game, important game for both clubs. If Chelsea want to climb back into the the up, upper echelons of the league, they're going to need to get something from this game at least, preferably three points. But uh, I don't know what Leicester will have to say about that. 
Um, I know Chelsea's in a bit of bad form, and Chelsea and Leicester's in a bit of good form. But this is a big game, and therefore I see a I see a fat draw written all over this. Your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I also see a uh, a scored draw here. I like Meech to score at least once, but uh, it's Chelsea aren't good. Uh, Leicester are the the bottle jobs of the Premier League, so it's a perfect storm for a draw, really. Yeah. I, I definitely think it's perfect storm for a draw as well. Um, next game, Aston Villa versus City. Is this game going to be played? Who knows, to be honest. Aston Villa have been absolutely ravaged by COVID. Um, and if it is played, they're probably going to be, you know, we, we've seen enough in sports that after you get COVID, you're usually not going to be the same for an, a week or two. You got to get your legs back under you, get your conditioning back, you know, typical things. But um that being said, Man City could have trouble with their defense regardless of that. Aston Villa will not score. You can take that to the bank. Um, Man City might draw 0-0, but I think we'll win at least one, maybe two goals. The spread's one and a half, so it, it could be smart to play that. But uh, Man City, they're, they're, they're going to pick up three points again. <sighs> I um oh my goodness Arsenal have scored again it is 2-0 I don't have the score up I'm behind on the stream it doesn't say oh now it says 1-0 is this disallowed Updates it was uh, to come. it was Saka was it? Uh, Bakayo Saka um, Raheem, assist Raheem from the best player on Arsenal Emil Smith Rowe Emil Smith Rowe what a guy it's it's the it's the socks it's the swag it's the it's the top one. eight. Top eight. No. no top, top eight. eight. They're top beating eight. teams they should beat considerably easily. Top eight. They got <sighs> Southampton next, and they are not going to win that game. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Your your thoughts on um City versus Villa, though? Oh, yeah. 2-1 Villa. 2-1 Villa. Wow. That is that's dumb. That's uh, the, like, I, bro, no, no. Like, for real, though, we have just one think... goal scored on us. In the past, since December. Yeah. Aston Villa being ravaged by COVID is not about to score no two goals on us. There's no Man. way. There's no way it happens. You, you, you always, you, you know what separates a good player from a great player? What? Being great, not being good. So, and Jack Grealish is a great player and great not players as, show not up. As great, not as great as Stones and Diaz. No He's way. much greater, actually. No, and, not even uh, close. No, no yeah. Because given that... Uh, Is he the best at anything in the Premier League? Who? Jack, Jack Wheeler. She's the be- yeah. Is he the best at what? What is he the best at? Drawing fouls, progressive dribbling. He's easily the best at those two things. Easily the best? No. I, I yeah. think arguably the best. No, 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 no. no. There's Raheem. There's, there's no better progressive dribbler. And direct dribbler in the Premier League than Jack Grealish. There's no one better. Right. Maybe, maybe, but um, direct dribbling—that's that, that's a that's a small small facet. Man City, we'll draw on, Ruben we'll Stones. You, another, that's that's definitely debatable. I think everybody in draws Man City's the most, attack is he draws is, the most is fouls for that. per ninety in the Premier League. 
Hey, and and who has the least goals allowed in the Premier League this whole season? Just saying. Just saying. Who is on a streak of eight out of nine clean sheets when they start? And and Wolves was definitely not losing to West Brom either. So, I mean, anything can happen. No, anything no. can happen. No. And you know what's going to happen? Villa are going to get up on. They're going to get on their high horse. They have nothing to lose since they have four games in hand. They have absolutely no, nothing to lose. I actually feel bad. This might ruin their season, to be honest. They might get beat that soundly that this just demoralizes them and turns them back into Aston Villa. No, they're good. They're good. Just right. make make sure you're ready for the two one. I'm. I'm. All right. All right. Um, next game on the weekend: Fulham versus Manchester United. If Fulham was fully healthy, they'd still lose. Um, Manchester United on the road is a different animal, and they're going to pick up three points against a, uh, a lowly Fulham side. Your thoughts? Yeah, five nil. United. <laughs> and the best part is we're probably going to rest Bruno oh and it's still going to be five. If you rest Bruno, I think, you know, this, this could go down to a one nil to the very end. That man yeah. still is, the, is the creative United career. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that's, that's, Van de Beek's not saying get much. on, play super well, prove he should play more and then not play again for like another three months. I like um, it. You know, Ahmad Diallo is probably going to come on and bag like twelve stats. So okay, it's all all good. Right. before all I right. get before I get yeah. delusional, you're already you're already there, my brother. Um, <laughs> next game though, know. five nil, five nil, ink five nil, okay, four nil, ink it, ink it. Um, <laughs> let me let me just see what that is real quick. Um, next game though, take it away. Why do you think Liverpool is going to drop points to Burnley? Why well, look up these odds? Uh, they haven't scored in the calendar year of 2021 they have been creating good chances and they're just so uh, it's meaningless possession I mean they it crosses and crosses and praying for them so uh, I just think that Trent and Trent one of their main attacking you know people like one of their main options has been in probably his worst form of his career so I just think Unless something happens where they click, which I don't think it's going to happen overnight. They had nine days off between that, the United game and their last game. So, and they weren't able to rest up and get it done there. So, I don't know. They're on short rest here and no bueno. And I just think that Burnley are Burnley. Like, I, I trust Burnley's back line right now and their goalie and their defensive structure more than I trust Liverpool's attacking options at the moment. It's definitely a fair assessment. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of the of the Burnleys. I, I hope they can continue to Burnley. And if they're able to Burnley against Liverpool, Liverpool side at home that that doesn't tend to get Burnley too often. Um, Liverpool haven't lost in the last seven, but but there's a one-one in there. There's two one-ones. Burnley with a two zero. They they can do it. They they can do it. Will they do it? I don't know. But um four nil United, if you bet a hundred, it pays two grand. So hey, <laughs> take a gander, people. Take a gander at that. Four nil. Um is that is that it for the match week? Um Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. We have one 
And then uh, also, though, there's another Premier League game, though, on the 23rd. Aston Villa taking on Newcastle United. Um, I think this will be a draw. Um, I think Newcastle will be able to hold them scoreless, maybe a 1-1. Aston Villa will be tired from getting their ass absolutely pumped from Man City. So um, not going to be the best of days for them. Um, yeah, Villa, Villa win. I don't know by how much. I don't know by what margin. But they definitely win. Because this could be a blowout or a no-out. So, we'll see. But they definitely get a point. Or three points in this law. All right. Um, that that does it for our Premier League takes. Um, you know, almost everybody in the Premier League is through to the next round of the FA Cup. You know, you got Manchester United versus Liverpool. That'll be a big game. Burnley takes on Fulham in the FA Cup. Um other than that, you know, some interleague mismatches, but the magic of the cup is the magic of the cup. It's uh, it's going to be some crazy game. Somebody's going to get knocked out. If you have to give your super hot pipe and hot take, which Premier League team is getting knocked out by a non-Premier League team next round of the FA Cup? Uh, let me let me check the games really quick. While you do uh, that, I will give my super hot take for who is going to get knocked out by a non-Premier League team. And um, my, my take for that super hot take is Leicester City are going to crash out of the FA Cup at the hands of Brentford. You're going to knock them out. Yeah. Um, what, what tier are these guys in? Uh, what? <laughs> what tier are these guys in? Uh, I love League. this. What? National League North. Chorley FC is going to knock off Wolves. Yeah. Wow, that would be that would be quite quite a result. And and a, I could I see a safe, it. A safe one could be a Blackpool beat Brighton. Blackpool and Brighton. Another no, one could be a lot. Everton and, and Sheffield, Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield yeah. loses to Plymouth Argyle. Like Ooh. you could have like three the, the magic of the cup, because if these guys fuck around and play all you switch, some of them might. The, Liverpool these, won't. Liverpool won't. Playing like City Sunday won't. League. City won't. City is playing Cheltenham Town. Um, they are in the. They're in League Two. Not terrible. They're six City. in League Two. They could be eligible for a playing spot. Um, and I think I think the scoreline may match their league position. Six no, could yeah, be ugly. City, City's gonna run out the best eleven. No, no, we're gonna give Torres a run. We're gonna give Foden a run. Mm-hmm. Bernardo Silva probably gets a full ninety, and that's the beauty of our squad. Oh wow, it's gonna be an absolute beatdown. Zach Steffen's gonna play though, so always love to see that. Yeah. So it's oh, you see, um, Cameron Carter Vickers, another American uh, permanent. Spurs, permanent to Bournemouth. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be. I like it. I like so, that move. Get him some playing time. You know, Dwayne Holmes is going to keep learning from Wayne Rooney. Hopefully he can get Derby turned around as the manager. Happy retirement from football, Wayne. Uh, what a player. What a player he was. Any as a, as a United fan, do you have anything special to say about um, Mr. Wayne? Yeah, kind of, you know, like the first player when I was growing up watching soccer that 
like my favorite player, my first favorite player, you know. So he always holds a special uh, spot in my heart. And I wish him nothing but the best. Uh, he's going to be a great manager. Maybe one day after Ollie, he'll be the manager of United. And, um, but, you know, he was the greatest player in the history of the Premier League. And he's going to be a great manager. So nothing but the best for him. That is an absolutely piping hot take. He was. The greatest was. player in the history of the uh, whole who, Premier League. Who's the greatest club in the history of the Premier League? Manchester United. Who's Manchester United's greatest player? Ronaldo. Rooney. Ronaldo. Rooney, Rooney holds United's scoring record. Didn't he play there a lot more years? Yeah. And uh, Rashford almost has more goals than Ronaldo. Hey, he was a flash in the pan, but he... He was part of the last highest of highs. No, I see the. I guess I see the argument, though. I guess I see the argument. One of the definitely one of the best players for United, if not the best. And United is the best club. The combination of skill, determination, shithousery is just. There's no one in the history of the Premier League that brings all three of those together into one player as well as Wayne Rooney does and did. yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I like it. I like it. Um, wise words, thoughtful words to, to Wayne Rooney. Wish you a happy retirement. Is there anything else going on in the life, the sports life of, of, of Michael Fahey that we should touch on? Um, yes. A little bit of transfer news first. Uh, oh. So I've heard, we didn't, we didn't get to a podcast, I don't think last week, but around like Thursday or Friday, I saw that uh, one of my Twitter sources, yes, I, I am in the know for those who don't know. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> but apparently, Sergio Ramos is declining his next contract offer at Real Madrid. And that looks as if it's going to be the final contract offer from Real Madrid. Uh, so he was, he is free to negotiate with any club in the world. And there are two big teams circling him. Uh, so, yeah, I know the names, but you're going to have to tune in next week for those names. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I did see, um, I did see some rumors about that as well. Um, that'd be yeah. absolutely batshit, how, like crazy, you know, absolute game changer, especially if, you know, we, we are thinking of one of the same teams that he could go to. Where is, be, what, what country? And, and France is one of them, right? Yeah, France is yeah. one of them. And then England's yeah, and, another you one. Know, you know, and everybody knows. You know, one of them is PSG. He's not going anywhere else in France. Everybody knows that. Um, the other one, though, yet to be it would closed. Be, be insane. Uh, the uh, heat for this club, if it happens, he could very well be the difference between winning a title and winning a Champions League. And uh, if he comes, so we'll see. We'll see the the beautiful Spaniard who has not lost a step in his career. Still one of the clutchest players ever could be used in any club in the world. So I think every club in the world should be opening their checkbooks for him. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Anything else? Anything else going on? Um, the Mets are good, so that's always great. 
That's all um, good. Sixers are terrible, so that's always. No, we're great. not. We're we're great. What are you talking about? You couldn't field eight players because COVID. COVID decided to slap us in the face when we were doing great, and that's the only reason we've we've lost <laughs> any games outside of the Nets game. That's a legit L. All the other Ls are fake. Claim claim to fame is beating the Magic when they were undefeated. Seth Curry is shooting. No, we beat the Nets and the Heat. So the Heat are terrible now. We beat the Heat. Um, look, Seth Curry shooting sixty percent. Tyrese Maxey, if not beast. for Lamelo Ball, Lamelo Ball would have been Rookie of the Year. And um, John Beads on an MVP season. Ben Simmons is still a pussy, but we'll uh, we'll take his defense if that's all he's going to give us, and, and th- that'll be enough if Joel keeps doing what he's doing, Toby keeps doing what he's doing, and Tyrese is the. Uh, chosen one as he he was he was proclaimed by yourself um yeah he's he's an ex-kobe he's yeah. an ex-kobe i love that i love that absolutely love it i'm excited excited for the rest of premier league champions league just around the corner a few more weeks um who does united have in the next round of champions league what's that oh, oh uh, yeah. you know my i, I don't i, I don't I concern i don't concern myself with competitions that let teams from Turkey and all that shit in. So I'm just going to worry about <laughs> winning the, uh, winning the English premier league, uh, the premier division in all of European soccer. So, um, yeah, it no, certainly you, is. You, you can, you can worry about the competition that you're inevitably going to get knocked out of in two rounds. So are we though? Our, our yes. defense is so good this time around. It you is probably so got damn a, good this yeah, time around. I guarantee you probably got the second easiest. I don't know who you play, but I'm just saying second easiest round in the championship. We play League. Atlanta, and we're going to beat them down. No, we play Mujin Gladback, and we're going to beat them down. Okay. And I would venture to say next round, the luck is either going to run out and you're going to run into a buzzsaw or there is, We are the buzzsaw. We are the buzzsaw. That's what you don't understand. We are the buzzsaw. Byron's already lost twice. Liverpool ain't the same. Liverpool ain't the same. Chelsea's a mess. Sevilla, this ain't the Europa League, dog. This isn't the Europa League. Dortmund, we don't take them seriously anyway. A team from Italy with Ronaldo? Maybe. But they're not even (laughs) good this year. Barcelona is absolute dog shit. This isn't the UFC, Lionel. You can't be punching people out in the field. And that's everybody. That's how we are the buzz. I mean... With the bus saw. Maybe Atletico Madrid. Actually, respect, major respect to what no. Atletico Madrid is doing. Simeone and the boys are men possessed. He's not, he, he's a terrorist. He, he, he may be a terrorist. A beautiful game. His, he doesn't have tactics. He has parked the bus and pray. He gets it's terrible. He gets dumb. No, he's baby. just, he gets lucky with one of the best keepers of this century uh, to bail him out. Um, who Kieran Trippier has been world <laughs> class for them this year. Unfortunately, he's he also six games. I know, All, games. yeah, exactly. So, and the, and they, they're just so deep. They're so well drilled in in their identity. And um, that is another team that I I would be scared to play just because they they will they will thrive. They will thrive on a one one away draw, away goal draw, and then they will take that. And they will make sure it is zero zero for the next ninety minutes. Um, so you know this this feels like it's time for another hot take. Hot take. <laughs> uh, 
I'm doubling down on my finals prediction for those who remember it and listen to that podcast. Oh I goodness. said it was going to be Dortmund versus Real Madrid. And you know what? Yeah. Yeah, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to change my winner. I, I think I picked Dortmund to win. No, Madrid's going to win. You are. So, you're so something yeah. else. So when um, Arsenal finish top eight and above Leeds and Madrid are hoisting the Champions League trophy in uh, Ramos' last game as a Galactico, uh, I, I, I will sit here and listen to the, all the apologies you helped me. Don't worry. I'll give you the time. So here's the thing. City are winning the Premier League. City are winning the Champions League. If we play Juventus, if we play Juventus, no, it's going to happen. If we play Juventus, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they'll get there, to be honest, with the form that they're in. Uh, As long as is going to finish top 10. They could. Leeds will finish top 10, though. And Southampton, because City wins the FA Cup, will qualify for the Europa League in whatever place they finish in. Uh, So... So no, yeah. most of those. All but uh, yeah, no to all of them. You're right. Uh, uh, no, yes to all. Of them. <laughs> um, but another piece of transfers that I forgot. Not really transfer news, but kind of like wow, you know, news. Uh, mm-hmm. Ronaldo today just followed Manchester United on Instagram. Oh, he, I can you know, see former it. player. I can uh, see it. That it's weird. Like, you know what you think Ronaldo would have followed them by now. Imagine right? Messi and Ronaldo rekindle the rivalry in Manchester. Yeah, I think that would that would make that game almost as big as United Liverpool. And it would be it'd be insane. Ronaldo would get the upper hand yet again. And uh maybe in the yeah. Premier League it wouldn't be bigger, but on a world scale it would be bigger. It'd be better than the classic. Because the cla- like this is, people are probably gonna hate me. For no, the classico is classico is nothing now. It's nothing. Okay, now because of the state of the teams, but like yeah, like Messi Ronaldo made that, and it was only ever a really good game for like fifteen years before them. They're just two of the oldest teams in Spain, and that's why it's big and it's a huge rivalry. But it's it's I don't a know. Great, they're, they're one of the, the most rivalries, two of the most successful. But, Two of the most successful clubs in, uh, in in Europe, bro. Yeah, no, yeah, huge Not rivalry. Many. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. probably the biggest. Probably more so, the biggest. They, both of them are more successful than Liverpool on a European scale. Far more. Yeah, yeah, no. So don't like. I'm not saying it's not a big rivalry. It's just the game is not. Yeah, as good. Okay. Right. As people make it out to be. Yeah. And if it were Ronaldo and Messi were to go to uh, United and City respectively that game would blow classical games like out of not obviously yeah. not prime and, and city would still games. city would still dominate there would be the odd chance that we don't bring our shooting boots bruno wins a pen and a free kick and ronaldo banks in the free kick bruno scores his pen who would take who would take penalties they his so who since united take? basically write the rules they would okay. allow bruno and ronaldo to both line up for it and then, then, they, then they would decide by themselves. Honestly, they should just put two balls out there. <laughs> yeah, if you save one of them, it doesn't count. But if they both go in, we get two goals. Honestly, fuck it. You need to save both. <laughs> That's the rules, kid. Deal with it. We, we get the pens. We take two. We shoot two. Yeah. All Move the line back without telling the keeper. I love it. I love just, it. Yeah. God, we're so due for a pen. 
Yeah. Makes United, sense. United players should just be able to take hockey pens, to be honest. Wait, why, that, that should be a thing in just regular soccer. That'd make it so much more interesting. Yeah. Ederson yeah. would be elite. Yeah, he would because he, he's just so used to charging things normally and yeah. just misjudging. Uh-huh. Like that Leon goal that somehow went near post on him. <sighs> Look, man, Champions League, it's our year. We're going to fix all the wrongs. Diash and Stones are godsends. Um, we're, we're ready. We want the smoke. Okay, so 439 or 438 on Monday, January 18th is when that was said. Uh, And so when you guys get knocked out, probably end of March, I'd say that's when the quarterfinal is. Um, I will be sound biting this. Fair play, fair play. And um, as always, thank you everybody for listening. Um, Tune in next time for more hot takes. The transfer news is definitely going to ramp up. We got moves coming in all the time. Hopefully... There's more Premier League moves, more big Premier League moves coming up. Um, But until next time, uh, that was all from the We Call Soccer show. Uh, Have a nice day, bud. You too. Take care.